you know, balance, flow, joy, family, forgiveness, grace, simplify, like use one of our words if you don't know word. And then ask yourself, how can I embrace this word in the weeks ahead? Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today, we're going to talk about the need to simplify. I'm doing this live because um, on this topic, because I chose simplify as my word of the year. Lately, I've been just feeling really overwhelmed and spread thin. And I knew that I needed to say no more. I needed to reassess where I was and um, in the different areas of my life. And I felt like there was a lot of things that had happened especially later in the year that I felt um, really kind of just burdened by. Like there was a lot of things that were happening that I felt like I was spreading myself too thin and I had to reel back in. And so I decided to choose the word simplify as a way to kind of get rid of those things that are unnecessary. There's things that I piled onto my plate, but I don't necessarily need or want on my plate. And looking at ways to embrace the word simplify. And so that's what I'm going to talk to you today about how I am going to embrace this word simplify. But first I want to know, have you ever chosen a word of the year? Is that even something that you've heard of before? So instead of coming up with like all kinds of different goals and different, like a bucket list, which I'll talk about in a second, um, I like that idea of just embracing one single word and using it almost as a way to decide what it is that I want to put on my plate and what I don't want to by using that word simplified, like by using that word of the year. So in other words, if something was to come, a decision that I need to make or something that an opportunity, I can go back to that single word and say, will this help me simplify? Will this help me connect? Will this help me? Will this help me be more aligned, right? These are some of the words that I've chosen in the past. Um, I've gone with contentment, intention, connection, alignment, and this year will be simplifying. And so have you ever chosen word of the year? Have you heard about this? Um, what What is your word of the year? If you decided to to choose a word of the year, what, what did you choose? Um, I am, so when I... That's my dog. My dog is a pug and snores and makes loud noises all the time. So that I just want to make that clear. That is him in the background. Um, but when I was 
considering like at the end of the year, I was considering what am I going to do for this next year? Right. I, I love the idea of New Year's. Um, it's kind of like this clean slate and this resetting point. And I know there's lots of controversy about it. Like, you know, whether you're going to pick a New Year's resolution and why pick a New Year's resolution when in February, you're going to not like two weeks into January, even it's not going to even apply. So why go through that problem? Like, I like the idea of having a new year and it's this resetting and assessment and kind of, kind of this rebirth, honestly, like about how to kind of like, okay, we have this whole new year ahead of us. What am I going to do differently? How am I going to grow? So it gives you this opportunity to be able to look back in the year before and have this like time period where you can look at and be like, what has happened? What did I do? What you know, what memories did I make? What do I want to change? What do I want to take from last year? What do I want to leave in last year? My last Facebook live at the end of last year, I did it. Um, I focused on, are you going to take regrets or lessons? And so I love that idea of being able to enter that new year, knowing or entering it with intention, I guess I should say, and having that year ahead of you to be able to kind of make some plans and make some changes in their life, right? So when I first decided to choose the word simplify, right? I went through different words and I'm like, should I choose purpose? Should I choose, um, trying to think of what other words were kind of swirling around in my head of possible ideas. Um, I started thinking about like all the things that grace, Holly, I just met, looked down and refreshed it and grace. Yes. Um, and I actually had that as one of the suggestions at the end of the slide. But when I was trying to figure out what word I was going to choose for this year, I looked at what do I want to feel? What do I want to feel? What is going on with me right now that I want to change? And like I mentioned, it was that overwhelm feeling like I was stretched too thin. Um, I felt like I was casting a wider, like a wide net. And I was just kind of grabbing onto everything. In fact, this morning I was going through my papers and I came across like, don't mind the nasty tape and stuff, but this was on my wall. And I had created it at the end of last year or not at the end of last year, at the beginning of last year. I don't know if you can see this, but I had all of these things that I wanted to do, right? I wanted to book at least three speaking gigs, join a networking group, finish writing a book, which I like had written like one chapter before that, um, save $10,000 in the bank, attend a professional conference, like all of these huge things, right? Which I guess weren't really that huge, but when there's 18 of them, this morning I counted them when I was preparing for this live, I'm like, what was I thinking? And so I'm like, no wonder, like I only got done, what, let me see, one, two, three, five of them. One, two, three, four, five. I got five of them that I did um, out of 18, which is sad, really. But I'm like, I need to practice grace myself, right, Holly? I need to practice grace and see, okay, I was totally not realistic by choosing all of those. And it's funny because my cousin, when I shared that with her at the beginning of last year, she's like, wow. She's like, that's a lot, right? She pointed it out and I was like, oh, I could do it. I could do it, right? So I, um, this year I was like, I need to start saying no to things. I need to kind of zero in and instead of casting that wide net, go deeper. And 
So when I first put out the idea, you may have seen the post. I was like, I am going to say no to one thing each month. And I decided I was going to like, I asked for ideas. I'm like, okay, no television, even though I don't really watch much television, but I'm like one month of not watching it might be a little difficult. No makeup one month, no spending. I feel like that would be hard, right? I'd have to make some rules around that. Like, of course we'll need food and that kind of thing. Um, no social media. I'm like, but how do I do that? Because my, you know, I have you guys. <laughs> so how do I get off Facebook? I'm like, I might have to create some rules around that because my business here is like being built on like Facebook and social media and all of this. So there were some some like some things I'd have to overcome or kind of work out. But the more I thought about this, the more stressed I felt. Like it became like this restriction. And I was like, this is too complicated, too complicated. I actually even considered changing my word to back to purpose because I was like, well, if I'm going to do one thing, you know, take one thing away each month, it's like purposeful, right? And I'm like, no, that kind of goes against what I want to embrace. Like I need to be simplified. Like I need my life to be simplified. No, more simple, right? And so- why am I going to change my word based on like, it, it just didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense. And so I decided to scrap that whole idea and go with the word simplify and make it simple. So the funny thing is, is when this all was happening and I was thinking of my word and how I was going to embrace simplify in three different instances, right? I came across the 12 week year, which is a book by, I think Brian Nolan, I should have wrote that down, I'm sorry. Um, I'll actually link to the book and in the comment section when I get done recording here. And so this book, I read it probably two years ago, but three different people mentioned that they were gonna kind of implement this book into their life. And one of those is somebody in my business group that I meet with every single week. We've been meeting for like the last two or three years. And she wanted, she suggested that maybe we do this in, as a group so that we can hold each other accountable. And then there was two other people that mentioned it. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, you know, sometimes God just signs, sends you a sign. And I felt like this was the sign, right? Like, I'm like, this is, probably going to help me embrace this word simplify. And so I jumped on it, I did not reread the book, but instead I watched some YouTube videos, read some blog posts, and I was like, all right, you know what, this is going to help me embrace simplicity. Simply because of this thing right here, and look at all of these, look at all of these goals. I'm like, what was I thinking? Anyway, the idea of the 12-week year is you've only focused on a few goals and you focus on them for 12 weeks. So you're not looking at the entire year. You're only looking, you're kind of narrowing your focus, which is what I needed to do. I needed to go deeper instead of wider and just working on or working towards the maximum of three goals. So what we first did was we wrote down all of the things that we, we did this on our own. And then we came together and we talked about it and kind of re revised it based on like each other's feedback. So we wrote down a vision of all of the different areas of our life. So let me think if I can remember, we did like our health, our home. Well, I did, these are the areas I did. I did health, 
home, um, finances, business. What else did I do? I did like five or six different areas. And I wrote out, oh, my relationships, that was another one. I wrote out, what is my vision? Like my overall vision, not just for the 12 weeks, but like, where do I want these areas to be? Like how I feel successful in them? Like, where do I want them to go? And then I did not take all of them. And some of them had like three or four different bullet points. I only took one bullet point from each thing and made that my goal for the next 12 weeks. So let me, I'm going to share with you my goals that I chose that I feel will help me embrace that word simplify. So the one is, and I only chose three. That was the hardest part. <laughs> that was the hardest part. I was like, how I am not used to just focusing on just like one or two things. Right. So like, or even three things, like I'm used to, as you can see from my, my list from last year, I like, let's do it all. So super mom coming out in my life. Right. So I feel that focusing only on three goals while it was very hard, it's going to be very effective. So I wanted to implement, I focused on my health for one, which I have been, I've actually been working with a naturopathic doctor. I've been, you know, I, I belong to Planet Fitness. I've been going there probably about two or three times a week, but I'm like, I really want to focus on like just intentionally um, implementing some healthier habits into my life. And the three that I chose was sleep, eating, a, getting, getting eight hours of sleep, which means I have to go to bed by 9.30 to get up by 5.30. Um, and sleep, so sleeping eight hours, eating a salad a day. That's something I have been doing, but I usually maybe have maybe five salads a week. So it's not every day. Um, and then moving my body intentionally, whether that is a walk. I had to like re-sort my expectation around exercise. And I'm like, I just want to move my body, right? So that might mean dancing to a song, going for a walk, going to the gym, getting on the floor and doing some leg lifts, stretching in bed, right? Like this could kind of opened up, but I was like, I'll just move my body, right? And so those were three things that were under health. And I know you're thinking, okay, well, those are three things that should be good enough. And that was really why I was struggling so bad. But my friend in my group was like, you, these are, tactics, right? Like those are three tactics that are going to help you improve your health. Like you focus on your health, you identify the three things and those three tactics are what you're going to do to, those are the three habits that you want to use to improve your health, right? So the second one, so that's number one, the second one is relational. I want to connect more with my family. So my tactics for that are, I'm going to plan a weekly date with each child, a one-on-one -on -one date, a bi-weekly date with my husband. Um, and he actually, like, we've been going on walks together. And like, so I do that daily connection. He's been getting, like, we've been having coffee in the morning. Um, but an intentional, like, planned out date with my husband. And I went with bi-weekly because I'm like, I, I only have so much time. <laughs> so if I'm connecting with him daily, bi-weekly, if we do weekly, even better. But I'm I'm aiming for a bi-weekly. And then that weekly goal with my kids, I've got six kids, 
12 weeks. That's two dates over the next 12 weeks, which is a one-on-one. You know, I already have some planned out. I got my one daughter tickets to Mean Girls to go see the Broadway production. So I'm like, all right, I already got that. I just need to come up with one more date with her. And that's where I bring in like collaboration, right? And then my third one is a business goal. I will work smarter and not harder because, oh my gosh, you only knew how much time I spend working in my businesses. I have two businesses, my coaching and my counseling. And so I want to use the power of one to build that momentum in my businesses. And that means focusing on one offer, one program, one way, one solution to helping you get results. And uh, that means eliminating some things that I've already created, spent time on, but focusing in and going deeper rather than wider. So these are my three goals, right? My health goal, my relational goal, and my business goal. Three different areas that are focusing on, you know, all of the other things that I have going on in my life. I plan on focusing and zeroing in on these three things. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak, and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone, because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth. But really, it was exhausting, and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses, but it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. I plan on focusing and zeroing in on these three things. And all the while embracing that word simplify to help me make decisions whether or not to put these other things on my plate. I plan on to build success into my life, into this next year, right? I plan on focusing on less goals, decluttering my physical and mental space. I already started, I cleaned up my closet yesterday. Um, it was the kind of like my first step. I'm like, all right, my physical space, I look around here and I'm like, there's so much stuff. And I also started emptying a bookshelf. 
<laughs> so I'm taking steps to declutter my physical space, but as well as my mental space. I'm assessing my resources. As I created these goals, I saw what do I already have, right? I already belong to Planet Fitness. I have FaceTime on my iPad. So that will allow me to connect because I guess I forgot to mention along with those relationships and connecting more of my family. It's my immediate family, but also my family of origin. So FaceTiming, mess, like calling my mom, talking to her more, my siblings, building those relationships. Um, so got FaceTime on my iPad, right? Like I already have the tools in my possession to be able to build those connections. How much time will I need? I went through my planner and kind of assess where can I make more time? Where can I carve out time to work on these goals? And then who do I need on my team? That's my pug again that you probably hear in the background. Um, yes, he needs his nails cut. <laughs> sounds like he's tap dancing around our wooden floors. Um, who do I need on my team? And this is where I need to gather my team or my support group, my village. So I already mentioned my business group. Those women that are in that group, I will continue to hold them accountable and expect them to hold me accountable so that as I work towards these goals. So I will continue to meet with them weekly. I will also continue therapy. I do therapy to help, you know, minimize any secondary trauma I may feel because I'm working with my clients as well as helping me in my personal life and my relationships and all the things. I believe in the power of counseling. I believe in the power of coaching. And so both of them I will embrace in my own life. And hiring a coach is another way that I plan on getting my support system in place. So I've, I, I've been working with a business coach since the beginning of my business in 2019. I have worked with several different coaches. I use mentors. I read books on business, right? Like I I'm continually thinking about and chewing on like, how can I improve my business as well as how can I improve other areas of my life? And so coaches can come in many different varieties, right? Like I am not a business coach. I am a coach that helps moms like you create more space for yourself and improve your relationships with others through loving yourself, through changing your relationship with yourself. And so I also plan on hiring, I'm in the market for a coach, kind of looking at what area, you know, where can I hire a coach and get a coach on my team to help me streamline the process to meet these goals that I plan to meet in this, in 2024. Um, and then communicating with my family. That's a huge one, right? Talking to my husband, to my kids, that sleep one. I talk to my nine-year-old. Okay, this is what we're going to have to do in order for me to get in bed by 9.30 and get my eight hours of sleep. I need your help. I need my husband's help to be able to get things done after dinner. I know I don't like that word help, but we need to work together. We need to work for as a team. So I guess it's not him helping me. It's more of let's, we need, this is what needs to get done in order for me to be able to meet these goals. And then how can I help him meet his goals? And then tracking my progress. In the back of my planner, I, there's like a little, um, like bullet journal part. And so I went there and I created like a little tracking chart to be able to track. How am I doing? Right. And my thing is to be consistent is I never miss more than two days in a row. So there's going to be days where I don't eat a salad yesterday, case in point, but today I know that I will eat a salad. 
There's going to be days that I don't get to move my body or, or things are just happening. And if I can't, if I, if I can't, I shouldn't say can't, if I do not do what I want to do in those days, I know that the next day I will do that. Right. So like my thing is, you know, life happens, but if I subscribe to the fact, to the idea of not missing more than two days in a row, Hey, I'm ahead of the game. Right. And so I created a chart in the back of my planner to track my progress and to see how I'm doing and what progress I am making towards meeting these goals. So I want you, um, Holly, you already said that you chose the word grace for your word of the year. I love it. I want to know how are you going to embrace that word grace? It even rhymes. It even rhymes. Embrace the word grace. But if you haven't chosen a word of the year, for those of you who are watching and you haven't chosen the word, I encourage you to, to just Google words of the year. There's so many lists out there. I was like, well, I can send you one. And I can send you one. If you want a list, um, just send me a DM. I'll send you a screenshot of a list that I, I found that will list just ideas. Might Might inspire you to kind of, Get, get your mind going and what is a word that you can embrace for this year? You know, balance, flow, joy, family, forgiveness, grace, simplify, like use one of our words if you don't know a word. And then ask yourself, how can I embrace this word in the weeks ahead? So your call to action today is to schedule a call with me. If you're struggling with coming up with a word of the year, Schedule a call with me, momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself. If you're trying to figure out how can you embrace that word of the year? How can you work on your relationships or your health or your home or your finances? Or if you have a business, right? Like I am here to help you, to coach you through these things, to help you create a life that you want to live, to help you create those relationships Right. If you're looking like if your marriage, if you're feeling resentful and you're feeling guilt, the super mom detox is my coaching package where I will walk you step by step on a transformative journey to go from overwhelmed to empowered by reshaping those dynamics of your relationships, the relationships with yourself, with your partner and with your children. This is where this is where the super mom detox is going to help you hang up your super mom cape, put yourself on your to-do list, learn how to learn that you are worthy and that you have needs and that those needs need to be expressed in a way that's going to build up your support team, right? Build up those relationships that you have. So if you're interested in talking more and learning more about the super mom detox, Schedule a call with me at momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself. And let's do this. Let 2024 be the year that you say yes to you. That's all I have today. Again, if you watch this in replay, you have any questions, definitely let me know. Um, I just jumped out. I, I kept refreshing. I'm like, Holly, you're the only one watching this morning, but I'm so glad that you are. I'm so glad that you are. Give yourself permission to drop the balls. I don't have to do it all and give yourself forgiveness for those times. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So stop living on autopilot. 
and start reconsidering how you're living your life and start embracing a new life, right? Because there's there's other ways to do this. And if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're struggling in the day-to-day life of like being a mom and being a wife and being doing all of the things that you're doing every day, I want to help you transform that. So schedule a call with me. Let's talk. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.